ladies and gentlemen. Sorry for the one-week break. Welcome on back to the X-Wing segment of the Wide World of Wargaming. I am your host, Vincent Leonard Morgato. Joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Jeff Wilder. He should be quite well protected, if he survived the freezing process, that is. And Mr. Drew Bishop. I know. Our lost sheep, Mr. Drew Bishop. Sorry. Hello there. <laughs> so, gentlemen, uh, we are all going to be on a uh, competitive hiatus for the next couple weeks, if not months, thanks to the, you know, I don't need to say, well, it's the coronavirus. Um, everyone knows it. We've all been affected by it. We are going to avoid talking about it as much as possible, uh, except in it is tangentially related to the topics we want to discuss tonight. First, we want to cover a couple of store championships that we found the results intriguing. Um, we are going to start with La Tienda Scum Store Championship uh, from España, won by Mister. I believe it's I don't I believe it's pronounced Chavi. Uh, Based on my limited soccer experience, Chavi Guerrero running double fire spray Boba and Amon, um, which needs no explanation. It's still good, folks. Beats droids, yep. beats light generics, and is tough enough that you can just brawl with anything stronger than with uh, with aces if you have to. I mean, we've said it before, and I think it bears repeating: the fire spray probably is the best chassis in X-wing, right? Yeah, probably so. Um... Comparing it to everything else: hit points, attack dice, front and back, um, upgrade bar, uh, action bar. Defense dice. I mean, two defense, defense dice. dice is yep. the... I, I'm interested in uh, the cluster mines choice, given that it's one shot and it can't be reloaded, which is one of the things Andrasta gives you. Yeah. Um, a lot of people go with seismic for their second bomb. Mm -hmm. I do like cluster mines just in terms of they, they act a little bit more as an area denial. And the possibility of doing more than one damage is uh helpful against a lot of things oh yeah they're considering oh go ahead yeah they're they're really good especially when you can throw them out with a three turn template um you're going to land them on people no doubt it's just the the inability to reload them is interesting to me since you're you're theoretically paying some points for that ability from andrasta yeah the cool thing I like about cluster mines, and I think they're kind of a uh, kind of a meta call, is if you think about a lot of what you're fighting, FOs, you know, the a lot of Thai FOs, um, a lot of people are really working on the Thai Baron, uh, the Fang Fighter, the Delta uh, Delta Sevens without um, without Seven B, you know, a cluster mine will get you half points probably on multiple ships if they're flying in formation. Right, which a lot of what you just listed. Do. It's four health. Yeah, it's four yep. health. Yep. And that's before you even talk about dro uh, droids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're also talking about um, what Thai strikers, uh, a wings. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there that you know it, it's it's the difference between like you fly a T seventy flies into a cluster mines. It's mildly irritating. Uh, Fang fighter flies into cluster mines. I mean, that's you know that could be twenty five, thirty points right there. Yep. So I, I, I like the cluster mines. Yeah, they can't be reloaded, but when you're talking about Amon, it's probably pretty good odds of getting it where you want and maximizing the value for it. Yeah. Right, right. And there's the other thing, too, is that, you know, 
um, coming from 1.0, there's a lot of different ways that you can learn to fly a ship to get that bomb in a position where you can really capitalize on it. Like, if you can drop the, all three cluster mines onto, like, two or three droids, you know, dealing that extra one or two damage um, can really, you know, be a difference. But I, but at the same time, I'm kind of in the same boat with Jeff. Like, it's a one-use only. So, you know, if you're going to use it, you really got to know that you're going to hit something. Well, let's let's talk about something a little more quantitative. What, what do you guys think is... For, for eight points, no reload, what do you guys think the damage output needs to be for the clusters? I just need half on one thing to consider it a good investment. Yeah, so, I don't... Mm. So two points? Because that's the minimum that is going to get half on something. I, I, I'm just thinking in terms of absolutely... You know, if you're going to go quantitative, all I need is for one thing to take with four health to take two damage. And I'll call it a, a W. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm thinking four, like four hits, has to like that's what I'm looking for. Or that's what I believe, but that's I don't. What I'm looking for, yeah, I I yeah. agree. Through, except I'd I'd be okay with two hits and a crit as well. Oh, that's right. That and crits too. I mean, it's just yeah. Any any, I'd say four damage in total is what I'm looking for. I I, I don't need a certain number of damage out of it. I need points. I mean, that's cool, but, you know, you can't, you, you definitely can't guarantee that you're going to get, you know, you, you land one of them on a Fang Fighter, you might, you know, you're only going to get two two damage on it 25% of the time. Um, but on the other hand, you know, Eamon really can. He can put those in amazing places. So uh, somebody who's good at judging their three-turn templates is gonna land it where they're where they're getting four or six attack dice automatically before uh, before the um, activation phase, and that is sweet. Yep. 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 And I mean, if you if if you do what a lot of guys do with double fire spray, which is you have one of them going in while the other one's leaving, you basically can make it so they have a choice: they either fly into the cluster mines and try to get away, or they fly right into Boba Fett. Well, I, I, I really think you're with Eamon, you're not looking to put those in the way of somebody. You're looking to put those on top of them or unavo absolutely unavoidable. That's what I mean. Like you're, you, you set it up as a time where you have, you know, you, you drop them between or, you know, kind of like almost on top, but they can't overlap rocks. So you're dropping them outside, just like right outside of a lane. And you say, this is your only way out. But in order to do that, you're going to fly through my mines, or you get to go, you know, you get to go brawl with Boba Fett and his proton bombs. Good luck, dog. Right, right. It's, it's for me. I feel like Amon is kind of just a guy that says there you have no good choices. Is I think what the cluster mines probably your best for. Hmm. I again, I think if you're not putting unavoidable damage on them with Iman and cluster mines, you're not getting your money's worth. Right, okay. right. You're better off with the, especially against droids, with like a, a cheaper bomb and a bigger bid. But I do oh, think that the cluster mines are basically taken to deal with aces that Fed and especially Iman have trouble with. But 
I mean, again, it's a one-use thing. You know, if you don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's iffy. It's iffy. It's it's a lot. It's expensive, but if used properly and you roll well with it, you can do awesome things. Yeah, I. That's just the thing about it is prox mines at six. Yes, they're much smaller, and yes, they're fewer dice, but they're also automatic damage. Um, it it hurts that they're not in hyperspace. Um, it's a uh, cluster mines, man. If you just if you end up on the wrong side of that bell curve, you just wasted eight points and, and you feel terrible. Right, right. Anything um, with dice, there's a risk. Yeah. I, I mean, Barisafi, um, top cut number two. The least played Jedi before the last hyperspace points, before the last points update. I think, like, by far. Now the most played Jedi. Now, now the most pop. Now, arguably the most popular. Yep. There you go. Calibrated laser targeting times five. Yeah. Turns out, uh, double reposition is still really good. Who knew? Yep. Yeah. Uh, who is our number three? I guess we have number three and four. Yeah, we don't have number yeah. three. So. Right. Right. Um, Von Reg doing it with Kylo Ren and another generic silencer, um, Oriol Zapata. Is that Oriol? Is that Shoe? That's not Shoe, right? Um, by the way, number two was, uh, Eon Hanku. Yes. We, we apologize to anyone whose names we get incorrect. We're bad at this. Yeah, especially these are some great freaking names, but uh, some oh, Oriole's of Zapata is a baseball name. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. that's I, I promise you that's that's a baseball name. <laughs> There's yeah. another Oriole down there, Oriole Barnes. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so Major Von Reg with Daredevil. I think Daredevil is uh, seems to be the build now, just because of the uh, because of the coverage. The time on target, I guess. And because he can boost without a stress. Yeah. Because he has that, that alternate cost boost. Daredevil is worth it on him. And because he's well, got a blue one hard. He can't Daredevil without a stress. And uh, what's interesting here, too, oh, to right, me... that's right. Yeah. It becomes... Right. I, I always forget Daredevil. Right, right. What's also interesting to me is um, looking at the top 12, six of the seven factions are all represented, which is quite interesting. And in the top it's unusual. eight. Yeah. It, uh, wait, unusual or? Very. It's oh, unusual. Yeah. Is it, not, is it no rebels? No, we got no rebels in 11. Yep. Who do we not yep. have? Empire. Oh. Yeah. It's been coming out more and more just how, like, as bad as I say rebels are, Empire's fucked. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, hey, after dominating last season's extended and hyperspace, ask me how much sympathy I have. <laughs> uh, absolutely, then. Armand Catala down there in uh, fifth place with one of my favorite lists in Scum: double fearless skull squats, and then uh, Boba perceptive protons and slave one. Maybe going with why? I mean, I guess you could go perceptive over Maul if you're going with bombs. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't like perceptive over Maul. Um, it's I don't just think I do either. That's that's a Boba Fett that that actually doesn't like to get blocked. Um, yeah, that's just not a good Boba Fett to. I mean, obviously he did well with it, but it's just if that's a that's taking a risk, man. He's really he, relying on Slave One, like a lot. Yeah, yeah. Maybe for the bid. Or is it points? Have we seen? I mean, I know we don't. Well, well I mean, more expensive than Maul. Because I think Maul's twelve. Perceptive is eight, though, isn't it? Yeah, perceptive is uh, eight. Protons is five. Yep. So I think it's thirteen versus twelve. Because normally, when you go bare bones, Boba, it's just the ship, Maul, and Slave One. Hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a one ninety nine right there. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, if you if you can if you get lucky with matchups or you're really really good at judging people's attempts to block you, then perceptive is great, um, better than all. But otherwise, it's a that is it's a big risk. It, it takes a lot of the I can make mistakes and it doesn't matter as much out of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um. Shout out to Ben Smith for calling this one a couple weeks ago. Gonzalo Sanchez, and uh, I think well, I'm going to assume he's our third place guy. Fearless Fen, Double Zealous Recruit, and Nom Lum with Auto Blasters and Dangar. I'm seeing a, I'm hearing and seeing a lot of Nom Lum and Dangar just for yep. that ability. It's basically Scum Vader, you know, Scum Vader crew. Yep. Where it's the ability to get multiple damages out of one ship in a turn, two of which might be unavoidable. Yeah, it's uh, for fifty points. I think that is. Yep. Um, it's a wait. It's not fifty. It's forty-seven points. That's a that's a fine fine ship. Uh, I think it's fifty, right? Nomlum's thirty-nine. Yes. Nomlum's thirty-eight. Dengar six, and Auto Blasters are three. So. Oops, sorry. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, it's a that is a it's a good list. Nomlum, I think we, we we talked about him a lot with uh, with Ben um, the other week, but yeah, he's he is really good. Nomlum combo is really nice with a fearless Fenral. Yeah, where yeah. you just point Nom or you point Dangar at whatever Fenral is going to shoot at, and that thing is going to have to spend its token or die, and then you get slapped <laughs> with Dangar upside the head. Yep, yep. Like there it is. There's your combo, and then you have two zealous recruits as your blockers. For Nomlum, which you never thought you'd say out loud, right? Uh yes, and I mean, it, you 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 trade okay. off, right? I could see, I could see going either way. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Last one, uh, Juan Del Rio. Just because you guys know, I have a soft spot for O sixty six, with Tractor Beam, Grievous, TA one seventy five, Techno Union Bomber, and five Trade Trade Federation drones. Three Discord missiles and uh, two two out of three with grappling struts. So let me ask you guys, because um, I have pretty much come down on the side of grappling struts need to simply be built into the drone. Um, they need to be they need to be like servo motors. Um, I uh, it makes no sense to me that some drones have grappling struts and some don't. 
I think that although, you know, there are players who certainly go out of their way to indicate which ships are which, it's uh, it's easily mistaken. It's an easily gamed by, by players against their opponents. Um, I just, uh, I think they need to up the, gra- up the drones and, and include the grappling struts. I kind of agree because it's very hard to tell who has struts and who doesn't, even with all the tokens that, you know, people have made that can be like, oh yeah, this one's, you know, this one has struts, this one doesn't have struts, you know, we, and it, I mean, I guess it helps that we have two different variants of, of, um, vultures. So you can say like, you know, blue has struts, brown don't, or vice versa or whatever. Right. But I, at the end of the day, man, um, especially after judging, um, the event that you that you went to, Jeff, it was even tougher for for me to dis, to discern which ones had them open and which ones had them closed, on top of which ones actually had them and which ones yeah. didn't. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know what would have been pretty cool. Uh, mm. It's not going to happen, but um, if the if the droid chassis pivoted downward. Oh, if the legs could pivot downward. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been pretty cool. Um, but you know, I mean, people like Duncan and Paul, they, they went out of their way to indicate it with colors, with, with peg height, with all this thing. So, you know, the, I'm not saying that players are gaming it, especially the, the elite players, they're not gaming it, but sometimes gaming it happens just because people are tired, just because people aren't, you know, neither player is paying attention. Um, you know, and I just, it just doesn't make sense to me that some of them can land on rocks and some can't. Did we ever yeah. see that distinction in any of the, you know, no. The shows and all that. I don't think so. It's like saying that some X-wings can open their foils and some can't. It just doesn't make yeah. any sense. I agree. I want to give I'm... one more shout out before we move on, Mr. Daniel Alzueta down there at 11th, uh, running an ex- running extremely close to what I'm probably going to be running in hyperspace, uh, if and when we ever get a chance to do that again. Um, the only difference between his list and mine is that he runs 10 num instead of Braylon. You're giving up on the Lando Lando Luke? No, but if I'm going to try to play competitively, if I was going to go to a tournament tomorrow, I would run Luke, Thane, Ten, uh, Braylon, and Arbel. Gotcha. Uh, it's just it's just easier to fly. It's just yeah. easier to fly, and it's it's about the, I would argue it's probably about the same toughness. Um, it's definitely more damage output, but it is absolutely worse against um, against Fenfet. Like you're, I'm. I'm hoping to God that Arvel lands the block, basically against Boba Fett, because if he doesn't, he's just gonna get dodged and shot in the face by Boba's rear arc. Right. And yep. that sucks. It's and it's hard, you know, if, if Fett picks the right spot to engage. Yep. He, he's got he's got Slave One, and Arvel's Arvel's like, well, I'm screwed. I I have to pick a point where he has to go straight. Yep. Or, or bank. Like, I can't... It has to be between two rocks. I have to have Luke, Thane, and Braylon there behind him. And it has to be on a bank. I have to catch him on a bank maneuver, basically. And it can't even... 
can't even be a long bank. He can't have it a choice be a, of a long bank. It's got to be a two bank or a one. It has yep. to be a two or a one. Yep, yep. Anyway, All right, where to? Next up, moving over to the great steel, to the most corrupt state in the union, Illinois, uh, where the most of Gold Squadron podcast made an appearance. Dion, Marcel, and his lovely wife, Kayla. Um, friend of uh, friend of the show and friend of mine, Mr. Nick Sperry. Light of our community, Nick Tobin showed up. I mean, there were quite a few names at this event. Um, overall winner, I'm going to tr- scroll down here and make sure. I think they I just called it at top four. Yeah, they yep. just called it at four. Overall champion, Mr. Tim Sheridan running Boba Frost. Color me shocked. Uh, looks like second place, Mr. Brandon. I Looks like they cut his name off with Boba Fenn. Rudy Zucker in third with two Techno Union Bombers with Ion Missile. Wow. Um, and then six droids. One with Ion Missiles, two with Discord, and all six of the trade drones had landing struts. And both of the bombers had landing struts. Oh, yeah. but he brought Drew's favorite unit in the game, the Dank Droid. Yep, the Dank Droid. It's Dank, bro. Ion missiles, though. Three, and then Dion with Boba Fett and Finn. Um, Three Boba and Boba Bros in the top four. Are you surprised? I'm not. No, not at all. Nope. You know, if you roll like a normal human being, it's the strongest list in hyperspace. There's just no doubt. Also, shout out to Kayla down in sixth place, running five A-Wings, a list that I wrote off. Um... Heroic optics, heroic optics, heroic optics. Yeah, just. But she ran the cheap version. Two blue squad recruits and Ronith. Uh, there you go, Jeff. Um, no, uh, no tally, no Zari, no, um, no Lulo, who of course really isn't a whole lot in the game anymore. But still, I mean, it's the cheaper version. Yeah, not a lot on hyperspace, but but yeah, no, it's very. It's she interesting. Man. I pl- yeah, I'm sorry, Drew. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, I have a really strange love-hate relationship with Advanced Optics. Um, yeah, I pulled out, so I, I gave, well, no, I gave up on, on Resistance, and I was playing a friend before all this COVID stuff happened, and I was like, you know what, let me pull out the the Resistance one last time, and and I, I ran my, my Poe um, uh, tally... Uh, Greer, um, fuck, what's his name? Uh, the kid from Resistance, um, Kazuda. Yeah, Kaz. And it was all, they were, Kaz was definitely watered down, Poe was watered down to fit optics on both of them. And again, I came to the same conclusion at the end of the day. Why am I running A-Wings when I could just run Republic and do what they do, but with force and be stronger? Like, I'd be interested to see how she did, um against these other lists, especially Boba Fenn, like you were, we were just talking about, right? You got to guess where the bump is. And if you don't guess right, that's, you know. Well, the thing about running two blue squad recruits is you take up a lot more space with two ships. And you don't really care if Boba destroys one of them as long as you land the block on Fenn. Because between Greer, Zizi, and Ronith, you are going to kill Fenn that turn. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, at least I, I would assume, I would I would say that um, Fen would definitely take at least a damage or two. Yeah. For sure. 
I think if you set the block up and you had at least two of them at range one of where you had that block coming in, he's a dead man. But you don't you don't want to be at range one of Fen. The extra die you're getting is not worth the automatic evade he has. He doesn't get an automatic evade, uh, automatic evade against resistance A-wings. Oh, wow. You are totally correct. It's a turret, guys. I thought it was... Uh, that... It's not no, just that front not... arc? They're, they're not TIE SFs. They don't have a front arc. Hold on. Yeah, no, that I, that I, that completely blindsided me. I totally forgot about that. That also means that there are certain games that I've played with them, uh, where I've been shafted because both of us were like, okay, yeah, he gets the automatic evade. Um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call BS yet because I get this um, I get this confused a lot, but I'm gonna read the card. Well, we all do, especially those Wait, of us from. I'm not talking uh, about the front arc of an A-way. I'm talking about the rear arc. Fly fast and then boost away. Okay, you're talking. Okay, you're talking about using the back arc. Got it. Yeah, I'm talking about you fly past the block, turn your turret around, and focus. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. There we go. Yeah, I was like, I, I thought, it, I thought you were talking about from the front, that's and I was like, career. wait a minute. Jeff, yeah. that's why. It's, that's why in this, in my, that's why I prefer Greer. Is exactly that. To get the free, so you can focus boost. So, yeah. are you guys are you guys ready for a depressing number? No. Um, Thirty nine players, thirteen Boba Fett's. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Super gross. That's just and, this, this was okay. I think we can consider this probably the most competitive event we're going to look at today. Um, most of them, by the way, are in the top half yeah. of the of the field. Hey, Jason Postel down here brought Morna, Ved, Foslo, and Gideon. Yeah, uh, Ved, Foslo is a surprisingly good ship. It's it's like um, it's he's got one of those abilities where it's like, yeah, um, you really, really want him to have higher init for this ability because oh, you mean otherwise, snap. you mean snap likely. What's that? You mean he's the Imperial Snap Wexley? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, but I mean, just the, his ability. So, Fed Foslow's ability is uh, the old Juno Eclipse, Drew. Yeah, I was actually I was going to ask you. I was like, this is also the first um, Empire list that we have seen. Um, in quite a long time. At least, yeah. I mean, I played strikers at the store championship and um, really, really unfavorable matchup for that poor guy. John Hayes um, at 29 but, yeah. with American four Tempests with FCS. So we saw five Tempests with passive sensors, one uh, Isle of Gamers, right? Uh, you mentioned that. I wasn't there. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Five Tempest passive sensors. Number one, Isle of Gamers. I think it was like 24 players. Wow. Yeah, you lean in. You lean into that variance. Sure do. Sure do. Until you have the, the target lock and then, you know, then you're fine. But that first round, you're just clinching. 
You're you're really hoping that they're at range at, at range three because if not, something really that next turn is going to be really bad. The problem is you're hoping that they're at range three, but you absolutely have to be at range three. So it's not like you can you can really afford to skirt the edge because um, you have five ships and they all need target locks. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So. And you can't spread out because if you do, you'll get picked apart. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. Um, so basically, you just actual... no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, basically, you just clinch and you pray, pray, pray not to lose a ship, not to lose more than one ship on the first round. And if variance is with you, you don't even lose one on the first round. Um, and and then you're then you're in really good shape. They hit hard, man. Yeah, I'm not even sure I would spend a lock in the first round if I had a choice. No, I agree completely. I don't like, think I, would just, I don't think I would you spend a lock ever. And, well, no, you you want to spend them if you like if if you do get that um that hit uh that two hits and you know focus blank on turn two when you have a focus. I think in that moment I'd spend it, like if I was going for a kill. But other than that, yeah, I agree with you. Just on crit generation, you're gonna burn a lot of stuff to death pretty quick. Yeah. The nice thing about that, though, is there's no interior range gate. It's not, you know, there's the close. All it is is the closer you get to them, the more it hurts. It's just a question of can you kill one before the five of them kill you? Yep. This is also the first list that I've seen in quite a while that has the uh, the the focho. Mm-hmm. Yep. At eighteen, that's kind of interesting. Is that uh, Sam Sam Samino's husband, Dan? His doppelganger. His doppelganger. Yeah, no relation. <laughs> Sam would. I don't think Sam would ever fly the focho. Sam Sam. By the way, Sam flew a ninety-six point list at Isle of Gamers. What did he oh, fly? What? Uh, I think he flew. I think it was two Jedi, but I don't really remember. Um, ninety-six point list. Two, two weak ships. It was probably it was probably Obi Plo. Uh, well, he got. I mean, it was only ninety six points. So, um, you can do Obi Plo in ninety six points. I think. Stand by. Maybe he didn't even have calibrated. I don't. I don't really remember. I looked at it and if I was like, do, oh, if he didn't, if, if he would do some stupid shit like that. Yeah, he would. Uh, I was like, yeah, that's a that's a classic Samino. Um. He's basically he's just going to make somebody feel bad if he actually wins against correct them. answer. Yep. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Marcel running something a lot like Ben was talking about. Only he swapped out Fen Rao for uh, Boba Fett and put a lot of points on Tell. Holy shit! Proton Torps, Auto Blasters, Maul, and Contraband Cybernetics. Jesus Christ. 16, 28, 30 points on Tell. Only? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's about, yeah. I mean, 30 is a lot. Right, but I, no, I mean, the only is in, like, I thought that that, um, that number of upgrades would be more. Um, I'm wondering. This one's for you, Drew, uh, down at 15. Kova with Leia and R4, Kazuda with Heroic and R5, Jess Pava and Bastion. 
It's a strong one. It's very tanky, and Kazuda's the ace in that list, oddly enough. <laughs> Words so, we never thought we'd say out loud. Right. So, somebody who's never flown Kova, I mean, is there... What, so what's the benefit of having both Leia and R4 on it, Kova? Uh, Leia's not for Kova, although it can be. So Leia's, um, for, Leia's for another another ship. Any of them. So like Kazuda's, the only way Kazuda can turn around is to Talon roll, um, and he can slam. Right. And so right. K- Kazuda likes to like soft three three forward into a Talon roll, um, but I don't know if Leia works with with the slam, right? Because it's before you reveal a maneuver. If I remember correctly, so maybe that interaction doesn't quite work like that. But I mean, Leia also, you know, gives Kova the force, um, makes Kova incredibly tanky because Kova can just sit there, right? Right. Um, and then Jessica getting the rerolls and Bastion getting the target lock if someone takes a damage, right? I think is what his ability is. Um, it's 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 a lot of beef, and you've got Kaz kind of running amok. Although he doesn't have um, the coaxium, coaxium would allow Kaz to get bumped and still slam. Right. So like droids wouldn't be able to catch him supposedly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll put that on the table and try it out. Uh, it it didn't do quite well here as well as I would have liked it to. But I don't know, man. I I keep looking over and I'm like, wow, the T70s and and Kova and Kaz, like that's pretty cool. And then I put it on the table and I'm like, Oh my gosh, why am I not flying something else? So not to keep going back to Isle of Gamers, but the, um, um, Michael from shaken pilots did really well with a sick list. Um, he, I think he made top four with it. Um, I think he had nom lum at five, six, something like that. Mm. Yeah. He, I think, did he fly the same thing in, at uh, SF? I think he did. Um, and I think four or five. Maybe. You know what? I might be thinking of SF. Sorry. I'm no, just... you're all good. You're all good. It's a fun. It's a fun list. Daryl was running something very similar, although he had the um, the mining guild ties, right? Um, in in place of some of the uh, the M3As. Yeah, I want to. I've got five of those M3As. I want to put them on the board at some point and see what I can do. Nom mm. like a perfect perfect opportunity to fill out the the squad. Anything else out of here? I mean, besides the fact that it was the Boba Fett uh, yeah. incest spectacular. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I said it. The Boba, the Boba Fett in, uh, incest spectacular. Who, who is Boba Fett's sister? You no, know, it's it's with himself. Do you want me to call it the self-fornication okay. spectacular? I got you. I got you. <laughs> the the, the um, auto festival. Gotcha. I, yeah. Um... One last one. I just want to give a shout out to this guy because I like this list. Lysander Lysandru with two squad seven vets with dedicated veteran tail gunner and R3. And then two Jedi Knights with battle meditation, R4, and calibrated. Yep. I'm sorry. I think that list is hilarious. I played against that list recently. I can't remember what event it was, but it was it was pretty strong. I, I, I ended up winning, but it was it was a scary list. Um I- even even with the even with taking the one of four squad out of hyperspace squad seven vet is still a great deal. Yep. Plus, it looks so good on the table. I honestly think they should have been the the. I I think 
arcs would be awesome with that off white and then purple highlights. By the way, we were watching uh, just before recording. We were watching an episode of the new Clone Wars, and uh, a couple of the characters were walking next to an arc. That gun on the arc is as long is as two people standing on top of each other. The tail gun or the cannons? The cannons. Yeah. It's like 12 uh, feet long. I was just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Ark's a big, Ark's a chunky boy. Yeah. Our, our, if, I think if there were, if there was any medium base that should be a, that could, you could argue was a four-die primary. The Ark is you your. Could, you well, could argue the Ark should be a four-die primary. Yep. Now I agree with you. I would, I might not like, agree with you before I that. Just before we get to the boring stuff and talk about Vassal, can we like can you imagine how fucking good the arc would be if it was a four die primary? It wouldn't be as cheap as it is now, I can tell you that. We no, could be drop it, we could drop it by like three points, give it a fourth die. Um, it'd be fine. I think Jeff says things like this just to imagine me with steam coming out of my ears. Yeah, I was, I'm, you know, sometimes me too, man. I'm, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, like, yeah. I'm testing okay. your, I'm testing your ability to use Occam's razor. Is Jeff? Let me keep it. <laughs> which one? Which one actually makes it, the most sense? Let me keep it all the way a buck. If you gave the arc a fourth die, and made it fifty-two points for an I two. And no chassis ability, I would play it. It would be good. It's still, I mean, it's still decent. I don't know yeah. how. That... <laughs> um, I think I agree. Like, 50... yeah, I mean, still got, two, still got two dice out the rear, right? Yes. Yeah, because I mean, you can't, it, you can't take the tail gun away, no matter how much I would want to. Yeah, I mean, I think I have to agree. 52 points for a four-dive medium gun with nine hit points is hard to, uh, hard to argue with. Yeah, but hard I mean, to say no. I also probably, I mean, the, I would probably take away its tech slot, um, which would be weird. The Ark has a tech slot? It doesn't have a tech slot. What are you talking about? Sorry. Uh, yeah. The Republic has like a weird. They have like they have their own weird tech options that are like you know Republic only, or their mod slot, right? Synchronized console shit like that, right? Something because uh, like that would be fucking terrifying if you were just looking down like a gun line of three arcs and a battle med Obi Wan. Yeah, that like would be I said, bad. It, yeah, it wouldn't be. They wouldn't be as even at fifty points. I don't know. Like you can you can tell with this game that they were really nervous about putting in like four die ships and i'm glad that the only one that you really see is the ghost right uh, like, i'm sorry hi i'm lieutenant tabson did you forget who i sorry, am? sorry i forgot about tabson too my apologies tabson is easily the one that has seen the most yeah i can um, i agree they, they're definitely they definitely are limiting four dice um but do you think rightfully jeff i think so oh, absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah um Heck, you know, actually, you know what? I, I think probably you guys are right. I think fifty-two is probably like I'm. I just threw out ten more points because, I to me, that that's what an extra red die feels like. But I think probably you'd have to go up to like fifty-six. I was I was thinking fifty-four is the tipping point. Like fifty-five, I'm 
I'm stretching to play it. 54, I'm probably playing it. Yeah, you'd have to make its art. It's um, the three hearts. They'd have to be red. Yep, yep. It used to be. The three hearts used to be red. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. It's still yeah, are red. Do- what are you talking about? Oh, the arc? Yeah. No, it shows thought... you how much I play. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's weird. I thought they were. I thought they were white. No, no. Oh no, you're right. There. Yep. I I'm keep I keep Yasby open in front of me for all episodes we record now, just so in case I say something dumb, I can double check it. For so much, know. man. I, I'm telling you, back in <laughs> back in one a one e, Drew and I had everything memorized, and I don't just mean like. Yep. I don't mean like we vaguely knew what everything did. I mean we had everything memorized, and nowadays there's there's too much. Yep. Point values, where they came from, how expensive they were, any errata, what's the best combo with them. Like, you can't do that with this game anymore. And if you do, you know you're you're not uh, you're not like an actual. I'm not saying like an actual person, but like you're you're like a kid that lives wow. with a family, right? Jesus. No, no, no. I'm saying you have to have you have to be able to have the time to sit there and memorize it all. And someone who has a life, a job, and you know needs to put food on the table every night doesn't have that ability. And like I, I used to be able to do, it and I can't bad. do it now. I think nowadays it's probably just bad resource management because you you would do better just getting generalized practice with the game. Right, right. Moving on to the Dreamer's Vault in Sham. I think this is supposed to be Champlain, but I'll leave it. Uh, in the great part. state of Minnesota. Uh, your overall champion, Mr. Tim Dugan. Shout out to my friend from LVO. Congratulations, brother. Uh, with a Von Rig Daredevil hull upgrade and four Zeta Squadron survivor list. Get this. He beat an instinctive advanced optics proton torps Kylo and four Epsilon cadets to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's six versus five. Kylo is hard to pin down, but uh, if you've got the six... Si- versus five, but you know what? One-on-one, I'm taking Kylo. One-on-one, you're taking Kylo? In a heartbeat. In Not a maybe. heartbeat. Nope. Force is too good. Force is great, but uh, six versus five is too good. Six, yeah, but it's it's not. He's not a real six. I don't, All right, I don't, sorry, let me back that up. He's not a. The double repo off of Kylo is enough to undo the half double repo from Von Rick. It becomes a game. I used to do this with Whisper a lot in 1.0, where fighting against other ships where they have given me the initiative, as long as Kylo sticks close to Von Reg. Von Reg cannot touch Kylo, and eventually it comes down to someone's going to have to K-turn to get the shot, and if Von Reg does that, he loses. Like, the minute he does it, he loses, whereas Kylo not only has the Force, has the hole in the shields, if he does Talon roll, um, or even K-turn to take the shot, um... I don't know, I, 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 I kind of agree with Vince, as with Kylo with the Force... I, I think he emerges from that victorious, but uh, Von Reg is going to make it hard for him. He didn't in this one. so. Well, um, I think that I was more that. than the four Zetas beat four cadets. I mean, maybe. Um, I just think that Daredevil makes the difference there. It's um, the... You Daredevil into, into Ark a lot of times, I've, I've noticed. 
Not if you're moving after the guy you don't. Well, it's either you don't. I mean, if if you're going it, to, it, it's either you roll to get out of the way and then daredevil or it's you don't use it. And if you don't use it, you're probably still an arc. Like it's, okay. it's such a tricky upgrade to use, Jeff. I've, I've watched a lot of guys play with this thing on stream and they roll into arc with the assumption they're going to blow away whatever they're fighting. And most of the time it works, but the times it doesn't, it gets them killed. Mm-hmm. Like all well, in, especially when you're considering that Von Reg is not going to take a strain when he goes to double mod, he's going to deplete. Kylo can just roll out of it. Well, one on one, assuming in game, I'm I'm taking Von Reg there every time. Six is just too good. Moving last with a with even a a single repositioner, a, a pseudo double repositioner is it's just too good. Yeah, right. yeah, it's. I mean, and so there's the other thing, Vince. I do think that this is a it's a fair trade, right? And and the thing that we're all talking about is it comes down to flying. Can you fly it well enough to to win? Right? You have to know what you're doing. You have to know the matchup. Um, and you know if one of them is nervous and like doesn't know what to do or like how to fly against it, I would say that Von Reg is probably going to take it, um, unless. Unless there's that skill, maybe I, I'm 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 betting on Kylo. I'll just leave it there. Um, uh, splitting the number four spot, Andy Myers and Alex McDonough. Andy Myers flying Boba. F- Say it again, Boba Fenn. Um, and Alex, hero of the uh, of the rebellion, with Lando, Nia Num K two, and the Millennium Falcon title on Lando. And then Luke Skywalker with R5 and Arvel with uh, Intimidate. Again, this is something that I've looked at. I don't like R5 on Luke. I probably would drop the Millennium Falcon title to make Luke's an R2. But other than that, I'm on board with that list. Just out of curiosity, why don't you like the R5 on Luke? uh, Because I think there are better things to use that second action for off of Lando. I don't know about that because Lando Lando likes the evade here, especially against like droids and stuff. As long as he gets the reroll. Yeah, but you don't want Lando fight in front of droids, even with the reroll. I just, I mean, I'm I'm just Luke with R five, so he's either running, in which case he's still got his force for defense, um, or. He he, because it's R five and not an R two. He's actually got a shot, and he's still got a force for offense. And if he needs it for defense, I think I think R five on Luke is a it's a really interesting choice. I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty solid, um, especially because you do have that. If you really need it, you've got that extra Lando action. Just my opinion. Right. Um, R5 got overlooked for so, so long. It's it's interesting seeing people take it now, um, realizing that it's not, it hasn't been, the price hasn't been jacked to the point of uselessness, uh, almost uselessness, the way that R2-D2 has. um, The ability, I, I, I use land, when I'm flying Luke Lando, a lot of times I use that second action as a way to, as a get out of jail free card for Luke. Right. Um, most people plan on, most people look at an X-Wing and they can basically 
predict where you're going to be with half their brain tied behind their back. Um, you throw a weird boost or a barrel roll into that, and all of a sudden they just kind of go blue screen. Yeah. And then all right. of a sudden you 4K behind them on an angle they didn't expect, and they go, uh, what just happened? Yeah, Vince, but what if what if you land a barrel roll and then 4K onto a rock? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> this bitch. This bitch. Hang him up. Hang him up. <laughs> I missed it by a millimeter. Oh, this guy's talking Vassal has no Vassal has no mercy. That that no, rock. No, Vassal does not. No, Vassal has no time for your for, for your frail human mistakes. Vassal is an absolutely indiscriminate murderer. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I'm just you know that's my opinion. I I I I like using Lando as a way to make Luke more mobile. Um, I think it's it great. Is- I, I think that use of Lando is fantastic. I I do. I just don't think that that rules out R5, you know? That's fair. Um, I think that if you come up, like, think of it this way, Jeff. If Well, no, because then you'd be sacrificing the... Think of it this way. What do you think is easier to... Is a better way to get Luke one hit point and get out of a fight? Use... uh, turn, So, not... Let's just say you stay where you are. You know, obviously with Lando, your, your second action is going to be towards probably giving... Uh, having Luke trigger R5. That's what I would do. Um, and then you three bank with Luke and then boost, right? Okay. Or you get to see where everybody moves over the majority. Then you roll Luke in the dir- whatever direction you want, three bank, and then you get to change and then pick your boost at the end. And then you get to regen as well. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, sure. But you're, you're, paying the price of points and you're paying the price of not having a shot if the opportunity arises. So like, sure. If, if you could get a, an R five region and you can do a, a focused 4k, um, and you know, behind all the shots at range one, fantastic. Um, I just think it's a different, He's he's going here. You went Lando Luke with all the fix-ins, and it's a strong list. And he just went with Arvel and, and Intimidation and went more stripped down. But I just think R five is it's not it's not yet um, agility costed. So um, so I think that it's a strong choice there. Okay. Um, I guess this person must have dropped Zebo Caruso coming in at fourth place. With the strip, you know, the basically the basic Boba Fett, Fearless Mall Slave 1. Um, Fearless yeah, instead that. of a bomb. I don't hate that. Skull Squad with Fearless. And then Nom Lum with Auto Blasters and Dangar. There's nothing bad in that list. Nope, there is not. Yep, it's all... Oof. Yeah, that's, a, next, that's, that's strong. The next two, probably a little bit out of left field... Uh, Kyle Lindbecker showing out for Republic with a Red Squad Bomber Ion Cannon. Anakin, I'm assuming this is the Marcel Special with passive R2 and Protons. Yup. Um, Obi-Wan with CLT and Ahsoka with CLT. Ahsoka Tano, second most underrated Jedi, probably, I think. She's probably the, the most used now. The, the third most used behind Obi-Wan and Plo as far as... Barris. The most used right now, Drew, no bullshit, is Barris Ophi. Seriously. By the way, wow. did, 
Didn't you guys tell me that Barris was a was a dude the last time we talked about this? No, you said it, and no. we correct you. Yeah. Okay. All right. I said Barris was a dude. All right. Yeah, Barris is a girl. Yeah, I just rewatched the uh, the episodes, so I was like, "Wait a this second. is a great episode." Yeah, it was very good. Very good episode. Yeah. Uh, also, I, one of the I, get, one of the I get so mad when they when they diss Ahsoka the way that they diss Ahsoka. I get so mad, man. She got disrespected in her in her first couple seasons, like mad disrespected. Well, she, she got disrespected. Character, she got disrespected when they um, threw her out of the Jedi Order and. Screw them. No, that's true. Yep, um, yep. Mercury Jones, you, sir, are a god. Dangar Fett, I'm not even mad that he brought... I'm not even mad that he brought Boba Fett because he brought Dangar. I have nothing bad to say about this. Turns jump out they're good. <laughs> no, jump masters are not good. Um, Dangar, Protorps, Autoblasters, Maul, BT-1, and Cybernetics... Fearless Boba with triple zero, seismic, cybernetics, hole upgrade, and slave one. Jump masters for the price are good. They're good turning right. Wow. Wow. I think it's left, actually. I think it's left. Oh, I thought left is the one where they I thought left is the where they had the the red hard one. And I think I think right is the left is good, right is bad. I'll check, okay. but I'm pretty sure that's the way it used to be. Anyway, you know how I remember it, and I and I always do this. It's Zoolander. Zoolander can't turn right. There you go. Okay. Thank you, yep. thank you, Drew. <laughs> Even it's, 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 <laughs> oh, anyway. Um. <laughs> You know, it's only got two reds. The the other moves are are white and blue. It's you know, it's, it's not just, like a yep. It's not like they're bad. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Yes, it is. There's there's just there's not a way around it. All of I these mean, results are disapp- is, are are disagreeing with you though. No, no, no. All yeah. of these nom lums. Are disagreeing with me. It, that, I, you know, that's actually I, I. I gotta go with Vince there on that. The nomlums disagree. Yeah, because well, it's really nice to be able to. It's really nice to be able to rotate your arc without actually taking the action but, to rotate your arc. Here's the thing: nomlum is good and undercosted, but the main reason nomlum is in there is because nomlum fits with crap like Boba Fett. Yes, I agree. But um, but the ultimate question, the ultimate question, Jeff is. Why would you want to be Dengar when you could just throw him in the gunner slot and do free damage? I don't know. I'd have to look at the because he's a six. Because you're taking because, no because you're taking proton torpedoes, Drew. Yeah, right. he's a six. I mean, it, I, it's just sixes are too freaking good. It's just too good. Yeah. Um, Timothy Sturm running the uh, almost an identical list to what Kayla brought back in Illinois, swapping out uh, Greer for Talisan. Never a bad call. Um, Tim Underback running triple passive sensor concussion missile Zeta Squad survivors. How do we feel about ordnance starting to pop up a little bit more? Um, I mean, we've seen this before on the on the TISFs because they have that that fantastic ability to fire missiles out their ass. Yep. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, we've seen this before. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it feels like it feels like ordinance is starting to creep in. You know, a lot more common now. I mean, like it started it, with the Inquisitors. There's yeah, always been there in sure. Rebels. Droids kind of the droids obviously have always had it. Yeah. Um, People are using it basically to get the third attack die. Yeah. Um, because it's worth your six points or whatever for the third attack die. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Concussion missiles have a lot of charge. Yeah. They so do. What a three time use. Right? Yes. Do they get yeah. three? Wow. Yep. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty nasty. Here's a question, Alex Wabama down there at 11th. I'm curious about this. Why is Luminara getting so little love in the Jedi lists? Uh, I, I just think she's hard to use. Um, you know, the the only time I've ever faced her where her ability got used a lot and it was scary to me was when she was being run by Daniel Lim. And mm -hmm. um, it's just, it's just a hard ability to use and she's otherwise kind of underwhelming. Yeah. Okay. Drew. Yeah. I know. I, I, I completely agree. I, um, I played against her a few times um, over the past few um, uh, weeks and it was just kind of like, you know, yeah, well, you know, when she works, she works, but most of the time she's not she's not doing a whole lot more and uh, unless you can put the uh, you know her pals in a in a great position, um she is you know you you are just going to suffer, right? Like it's not Yeah, that's it. I do like okay. her in that list and you were, it, it's Alex Wobama that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, I, I do like that list. Um, so th that's the kind of list where she can do well. I I want to see a game where somebody who knows what they're doing is using predictive shot because the the consensus, not including me, is that predictive shot sucks. Um, I I disagree on a provisional basis. Um, simply based on the fact that the idea that you can take somebody from five green dice at range three behind a rock to your two, because you've only got two two hits on your attack dice, they only get to roll two green dice. That well, is assuming you don't land your calibrated. Yeah. I mean, that is, that's phenomenal. Um, it's, you know, that's a, you're cutting down their green dice in, Granted, a very situational way, but man, I just can't see how that's not worth spending a force for. You know who actually? Um, you know who that really hurts? Fen. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There was um, Michael from uh, SF. He uh, the tournament Vince that you and I went to. He ran um, the five Jedi with uh, calibrated and predictive, and he killed I think two Fens that tournament. Because Fen just couldn't, just couldn't take it. Well, I, it's it's the thing is that you take away his bonus die, like you take away that yeah. fourth die, even if you're face to face. Yes. And yeah. as you as as we've all probably noticed, that fourth die at range one is what makes him sometimes utterly ridiculous. Yes. 
And it's like and three take, three greens you can punch it with three hits. You're but basically four? taking no. away Concordia as well, if you think yeah. about it. So you you let's say you're facing him with a Jedi Knight with predictive shot, and you've used predictive well, roll out. Oh uh, yeah, but that's like your action, right? Like he's getting the stress and the focus to try and stay away. The, just for the thought experiment, assume that you've got you you've got him. He wants his range one shot. He's got to be in your bullseye. You got your predictive shot. You roll a crit. You roll a crit and a focus, and you've got a focus token. Right? You don't even sure. spend your focus token because he's got one green die he gets to roll. He auto-evades it. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he auto-evades your... Yeah, you're right. You have to do two. Yep. Yep. All right. I mean, if... Well, yeah. I mean, that's the problem is... This This is... Predictive shot against Fenrau, like all things, you're hoping for range two. Right. That's true. Um, that's where it gets dirty, because he's roll. Because then, if you do get your two hits, guess how many green dice he's rolling? Two. Well, I mean, at range two, you honestly the best thing you can get is a, it, a, is a what a, a crit. Give him one die, and that's it. Well, no, because you're always going to be rolling two dice. That's the minimum a Jedi can roll. Yes, but you no, no, don't. But if you Based on the number of dice you roll, it's based on the number of hits or crits you end up with. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's only the number of hits that you roll. So yeah, no, uh, Jeff, you're you're right. The the best you could hope for is the the double blank out at range two with a hit crit or or a single crit uh, with one die. I don't know. I I think the best you could hope for would be the full three, because we've all seen how easy it is to blank on three die. If you if you're giving him the full three, then you're not gaining anything from predictive shot. That's true. Fair enough. Um, it's just like you you roll a single crit, assuming he's got a focus token. There's still a thirty seven point five percent chance he is taking that crit. Yeah, but Nothing then you're gonna hear about it. Yeah, but then you're still getting smacked in the face by three by you know. Yeah, focus. I mean, you know, that's that's all I know. I just don't. I'm not convinced by the consensus that predictive shot sucks, especially I, for what one point. I think the consensus is only there because we haven't seen anybody really run wild with it. Yeah. Um, and it's it, and because for the longest time, seven B was the only thing you put on Jedi. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If it if it ever came back, that I mean, that's what you'd see. You wouldn't see CLT Jedi anymore. Agreed. Yeah. No, they can't yeah. put. You can't put Seven B back into hyperspace because people will never run calibrated again. Yep. 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 As a matter of fact, Seven B Jedi would ruin this meta. Uh, yeah, they would be. They would. They would very quickly become the only faction. Like it wouldn't be close. Yep. There would. Yep. They. They don't have any. They had. There's no natural predators right now. Well. Again, I hate to say it, probably just Fen Fett. Yeah. I just, how do you fix 7B? There's oh, nothing wrong with yeah, 7B. I mean, no, I mean, well, there's the thing, though. Vince, we come from a time where if everyone's taking it, then that's, then there's something wrong with it. So Normally, I would agree with you, but I don't think the problem is with the upgrade. I think the problem is with the ship. The double reposition with no stress, the 
Yep. With the, with the force, I, with I, grid I, I abilities. Would go with force, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's I think the problem is with the Aether Sprite, not with 7B. So, fair enough, but in a more general sense, how do you fix it so that 7B isn't the automatic choice? Are we talking about structural reorganization of force and init, like we the what we come around to all the time? I think you would have to change CLT. Make, yeah. make CLT better, even if you pay a higher price. I think CLT CLT has to be more than a crack than a not as good crack shot. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. That, man. I mean, like really, like let's be real. Calibrated laser targeting is a more expensive predator. Well, not quite, because Predator gives you the reroll, but the the CLT is actually giving you a result right. that you can inhibit that every that that pretty much yeah no actually that every that every ether sprite can modify. Every ether sprite that has force. Uh, every ether sprite has force. Is that not true? But not every ether sprite will have force every time they land a oh, calibrate. Oh, I mean, yeah, you can make that argument, oh, yeah, but I'm just but talking about inherently. Focus token, obviously. But yeah. that's my point. Like. Predator arguably could you could argue that Predator is better because you have the chance of just rolling into a hit without having to modify it. Whereas calibrated, you have to spend something to turn it into actual damage. Yeah, I mean that's true. Um, yeah, I mean it's you know it's how much does it cost on uh, Jedi? Rice, I think it's like three or four. Yeah, not enough to, to make a big difference as far yeah, as points go. Now, the, the one thing that it does... For what it does, but it's not good enough to compete with 7B. Well, the, the one thing that it does that we're overlooking is it, it is a die. It's If you get it, it's a third die on a two-die ship. Yeah. So... I mean that's that's a big deal. Well, I think the I think the biggest thing is seeing real quick seeing that there are a couple different types of Jedi starfighters. I feel like the Delta was not needed, right? Keep the Ether Sprite with calibrated laser targeting, and yeah, give the either the Eta two, give it three attack dice when it comes out. Right, 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 exactly. And so what I was thinking was, you know, what are they really gonna do? with these other Jedi Starcraft in, in in Republic, because if it's not as good as the Aether Sprite, you're just going to... Sorry, if it's not as good as the de the 7B, you're just going to see 7Bs. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know... the pro that They made the Aether Sprite so good in so many ways that it's going to be really hard for any of the other options to get into the game. Right, right. Um, the... You, they gave it the ability to be an X-Wing with a double reposition. Yeah. There ain't too many things better than that. Yep, yep, yep. Like, there's a reason Luke and Luke and Wedge can't double reposition. Yeah, I, um, it's, I mean, I, they did it because the Republic had to immediately compete. Um... I don't know. I keep. I just keep coming around with force is too good. Force is it, too good. And it is too good. That's you know. That's what I keep coming around to. Yep. Yeah, I, I, Jeff, you somebody, know, I, I ride with you on most of that. Yeah. I I completely do too. It's it's true. 
it it makes me unhappy, but it's true. I'm pretty happy with with hyperspace. I gotta say, I want I want Fat Finn reined in, and I say that as somebody who's playing Fat Finn, I I want it reined in. Um, and I think hyperspace could be as it is if they take the same sort of care as they as they curate it going forward. I think hyperspace is going to be awesome. I completely agree. Completely agree. It's basically Fetfen is the one thing that stands out as not healthy. Yeah. Possibly. I still don't think droids are in the right spot. Yeah, I agree. Possibly droids as well, but oh, that's yeah. I forgot about. I forgot about them. No, nope. I yep. Yeah, those, those that's my top my, my top two changes: the vulture and Fetfen. Well, do we want to go over the vassal? Uh... TTS thing, we don't have to spend too much time on it, but we could talk about it a little bit since people are stuck in their homes. Yeah. So have you um, guys experienced the thing where you're out in public? Um, like uh, at the, I was at the grocery store last night and uh, looking at the the empty shelves and the 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 uh, what was it? There's caviar on the shelf and no tuna fish. Um, and uh, you cough. <laughs> there's just a, <laughs> there's just like a moment where you just look around to see if anybody's staring at you like you literally have the black death yeah exactly exactly it's it, that is the weirdest thing about this i'm like well, it's just my throat tickled i'm not sick i just, yeah, need just anybody with kids is looking at you literally like they want to pull your eyes out yeah yeah but it's like lady your kids are safer than you Yep. But True. no, I haven't had that happen. <laughs> Are you still driving, Vince? Fuck no. Yeah. Dude, uh-uh. My job has been on lockdown since, um, before, honestly, before the lockdown hit, rideshare has been dead for like a solid but week before that. Nobody did it. Yeah. How about you, Drew? Yeah. How's it affecting you? Um, it's not because the federal government sho- uh, shuts down when they say they shut down, and they will never shut down. So, hey, the post office is one hundred percent essential services. Yep, yep, and and it's it's great, it's fun. But I'll be honest with you, you know, you guys have the, those coughing moments um, in the stores. I have those coughing moments on the route. People yeah, are yeah. like, I don't uh, want you. I don't want you to give me my mail here. I'll I'll, I'll take it from someone else. You know, if you're. <laughs> If you're not working and I'm just like, I don't, hey man, like I'm not sick. Come on. <laughs> you need to get one of those gripper things that people, that old people use. To pick yes. Up. Get the claw, Drew. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'll be honest with you. So my, 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 my long life vehicle that I actually use for the route, uh, had, a, had one of those robot arms in it as a joke, but I would use it when I, you know, cause we're technically not supposed to get out of the car. And, and uh, it, it's, a, it's a way, it's, it's being fixed, so I don't have my robot arm with me, but I kind of wish I did. <laughs> I, I would be such a dick if, my, if I had, if, like, so I'm about to start working for Caviar just to make up the time because I'm going insane. If I, had a, if I could have a robot arm just to hand people their food so I didn't have to, I, I, would, I would 100% use it and call myself <laughs> Dr. Roboto or something like that. <laughs> uh, good old... I, I, Everyone, please uh, tune in next week for our little Vassal TTS Spectacular, including me complaining about how a physics engine can roll unevenly. Thank you very much. (laughs) Winning is not a sometime thing. It's an all-the-time thing. 
You don't win once in a while, and you don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Winning is a habit.